Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take I sound really loud. Hello. Yeah, I got it back up. So. Hi. Um, so if you hear strange noises, that would be Scrappy-Doo, my uh, dog sister who is staying for the week while my mom is in Brooklyn. So hopefully she doesn't uh, make lots of noise. We'll see. She's sitting right underneath our desk. She's like our co-worker for the day. She's asleep. Yeah. <laughs> she Is she? Yeah. She. Wow. She already, well, she's just laying on your back. She's yeah. really feeling your she's back. She's like, good night. She's like, I love it. So we took a few weeks off, which was, like, much needed. But, I mean, really, we have so much recorded content that, like, you guys probably didn't even notice because <laughs> stuff is still coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so we're in March now. Black History Month is over. It's Women's History Month. Women's History Month, which is fine. I'm still obsessed with Black Panther. You know, not much has changed in the past few weeks. It's, you know. No, I'm very excited to see A Wrinkle in Time. I know. I haven't seen it yet. Well, I was going to see it on Saturday and just didn't have the time. Nope. Um, but I think we're going to go see it. Uh, we might see it tonight, actually, because John mm. is free. So, actually, we might go see it tonight. I've heard a lot of really good things. It's interesting how... I'm hearing some mixed reviews from, like, adults who aren't the target demographic of the movie. Right. And who don't even seem like they'd be people who, like, I'm surprised they went to see in the first place, some of these people. And I'm like, huh, like, middle-aged white man. Hmm, interesting that you don't like the movie. Like, I'm really surprised you even went to see it. Like, I don't, and I think that some people, because it is a classic book, so I think that some people were, like, just kind of mad that, their book was being retold but I'm like of course it's I mean if I don't know anybody has if they've read the book recently but I just reread it very recently yeah. it's a very dated book it's, like you're yeah. not going to it's not going to be like first of all no adaptation is exactly like the book no but this one especially it's like yeah you're gonna have there's to been centuries since this book yeah. came out so <laughs> yeah uh, there was no like garages there were there were no modern technologies I think there's barely electricity when this book came out if there was at all so calm yeah, it's an Calm down. It's like people who get angry at, you know, adaptations of the Bible on TV. I'm like, stop wasting your time. Stop. There are other things to argue about. No, I'm going to go see it. Um, Maybe this weekend. We were going to be, we're going to be in Miami this weekend for work. Are you taking the little one to go see it? That's what I'm thinking because I'll have her with me and David's doing some panels and stuff. He's like emceeing a whole bunch of stuff. So So I'm like, I can just go see A Wrinkle in Time with my kid because I'm not doing mostly anything well, i think i'm helping out with one thing so my friend sherelle her daughter Alyssa, like she was like let's go see a wrinkle in time and her daughter's like that's not even a real cartoon oh, <laughs> I'm like what yes. so the kid does not want to see it yes. so like she has to go without her kid because yeah. her kid is just like that's not a real cartoon and she's like four and she's yeah not my kid um rode haunted mansion for the first time this weekend so i'm like she oh, lived how did that. that go? It was fine. She was fine. Awesome. I'm not surprised because... She's just so chill. I mean, if she's not afraid of that Batman mask, then she's not afraid of anything. <laughs> she's not afraid of anything. Also, she was a dragon for Halloween. Yeah, so, it's so like, she's fine. Yeah, she's yeah, it was fine. completely fine. Yeah, so I'm excited to see Wrinkle in Time. But we also, um, my friend Whitney and Kat started doing Right Night here locally for bloggers to get together on Wednesdays, so... I've been doing that, and that's. I work, need to do I that. Go to, I was literally. I gotta go downtown. I was literally just. <laughs> well, work. okay. So I had lunch with Brittany the other day, and we like we were talking about like we want to go somewhere where we can like get together and write yeah. with other bloggers. But we literally both said, but we don't want it to be downtown, and so of course it's downtown. Yeah. Because, but where is it downtown? Is it somewhere cute? Foxdale. Oh, the okay. one downtown, that's, though, not yeah. the Winter Park. Yeah. Um, that is very challenging to find. Mind yeah. you. I mean, I know <laughs> it's in the Bank of America building. Yeah. If you're not used to downtown, John and it's I hard. like drove around yeah, it like right twice, there. and we were like, "But where's the Foxtail sign?" Yeah. But I was like, inside, "This is the address, so right. it is here." Like, um, they need a sign. Mm, they need to put. They're a sign not up putting there. a sign up there. Really? <laughs> no. They're, they're like, like whatever. Either, people will find come it find it us. Yeah, pe- and that's true. I mean, they do have like they're the the coffee place in Orlando, so like people will go out of their way to find them. It's fine. I mean, they're honestly, I feel like the 
best known coffee place. Yeah. Um, but where is the drive through though? There's no drive through. Isn't there? Aren't they building one with the drive through though? Yeah, that's but what I, I think heard. It's in, there's one there building one in Lake Nona. In Lake Nona, yeah. is that one going to be the one with the drive through? Yeah. So. Man, I I I, I want to know who owns that. I um, don't know. We've met the guys because they were at Farmhouse when it opened. And they're just it's just a group of. Rich white dude. Okay. <laughs> as per usual. Well, as per, per usual. All, just all the same. Um, same, same. Um, so we were just talking about how, like, there's all of these templates now that are going all over the gram. There's all the MySpace surveys that are yeah. now on Instagram stories. Yeah. It's, um, it's like, everywhere. <laughs> and, like, so many, like, brands are starting to, like, have them. Um, I know, like, the Sunday chapter is, like, one that does. I like the look of theirs. Um, I can't remember the girl who does the gift challenge one, but um, she, there's hers, a few. I, see her I know um, Laura everywhere. did a few. She's doing design oriented ones, which are real cool. So yeah, there's like a lot of different options on there. I really like the look of the Sunday chapter ones because it's like kind of like that clean chalkboard look. So I'm like, I like that. I don't know why I love these. Like it reminds. It just is like such a throwback. Not even I know, <laughs> because I've been on the them. internet for so long that I'm so. But tired that's of why doing I love them. it. It just reminds me. It's just such a throwback to that. Like I wonder if people who have been on social media like since the beginning are feeling like nostalgic and feel like realize I think that's like, why they're still doing them but yeah, I so, feel so like great. because I know the same people that I already know the answers to yep. these questions so I just don't care yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like that's cute but I knew this 10 years ago when I met you on the internet so why are we still doing this but you know talk to your audience and do whatever you want yeah I think content. they're so cute I love them and um yeah, I'm just obsessed with them. Like whenever, whenever I see somebody do them, and they can do like literally like five, six, seven in oh a gosh. row, and I am that person. I that already don't watch Instagram one, stories, like, so this. you guys are just making it. This. You're making it real hard for me to give a care. <laughs> like, I also I feel like you care. know Instagram like ate Snapchat for breakfast, and now they're like their stories are taking like some sometimes yeah. i i feel like i go through stories like i'll either go through my stories or through my feed but like i don't do the same at the same time no so like i'm either like if i go on like sometimes now i just go on stories which is surprising i never yeah. thought that it would like get to a point where that would be the case but sometimes i find stories to be more intriguing than um that's because they're still in chronological order yeah that's probably why <laughs> that why. is probably People... honestly that is probably yeah. why it's so funny though i saw this meme and it's like um if your story looks like this like I'm going to read it if your story looks like this. I'm not. And it was basically like, like the, the dotted little line. Tits. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, a dotted line that had like five. And then right. it was like the one that just had yeah. like 20 or whatever. No. And it's like, like, I will pass. And that's literally me when I go on. Unless it's like the right person. But nine times out of ten, I'm like, listen, this is going to be a day's worth of watching. So I'm going to have to skip No, thank this. you. This is like watching TV. Too much. But we say all this because we're going to do actually just one live here. The story template by the Sunday chapter that is a this or that. Um, I'm just basically torturing Angelica right now. <laughs> true story. Actual truth. Okay, so this or that, summer or winter? Winter. We live in Florida. Winter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I lived anywhere else, it would be summer, but no. Yeah, like people that are like, I love summer, and like, I just... Take when, your when, summer and shove it, dude. <laughs> it's just like, honestly, when I see everybody else enjoying summer during summer, I just am in such a bad mood. Like, we're normally hibernating because it's just so horrible outside. Um, so yeah, I really don't enjoy summer. It's way too hot here. I don't know, like maybe when I move up north, maybe I'll have different feelings about it, but I've just, mm. I haven't liked it since I was a kid. No. So it's not my Hard thing. Um, breakfast or dinner? Breakfast. <sighs> this is hard. I'm going to say like, are we talking, like if we're talking American food, like then I'm going to go with breakfast. But if it's Indian food, then I'm going to go with dinner. Do you need Indian food for breakfast? that's what they eat for breakfast so yeah i'm like if I'm it's like, like indian or thai then like yeah like it, it it could be dinner yeah i i just like food let's just be real <laughs> i'm like all all the meals all the meals Thanks. i saw the one that was like pizza or pasta and i'm like both i mean i don't understand the question Neither. um <laughs> city or countryside city city as well <laughs> yeah what like countryside like country, countryside in in Florida is not good. Mm-mm. I don't think we can even go there. No. Like, <laughs> you, you go straight from, like, Orlando to, like, Miami or Tampa, yeah. Jacksonville, and then you just go to Atlanta. Like, there's yeah. no – that in between, you don't go there. And I'm, like, even up north, like, it's, like, you yeah. know. We were talking about the back roads of Virginia um, last weekend, last week, and I was talking about how it's unsafe up there. So yeah, it is unsafe. That. I'm, like, the French countryside, but that's about it. Yeah. like Wine country. Yeah. <laughs> My country said. <laughs> All right. Sunrise or sunset? 
Like that looks better, or like you just like better. I don't know. It doesn't. Aesthetically, sunsets tend to be prettier. Yeah, um, but I'm up early in the morning, so. So you see team sunrise. sunrise. Yeah, I mean, I prefer sunsets, um, but I also do love like every once in a while, like when you watch a good sunrise and you yeah. like, have the time to like. I see the sunrise as well, just because I'm up when it's dark out. But like, I'm not like yeah, you don't have time to sit down, it. get a yeah. coffee, and like watch like, it slowly yeah. rise in the sky. But I'm like, sky, you know, I, I, every once in a while, like I wouldn't mind like heading down to the beach. The beach and watching sunrise, the sunrise. Are, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth. So I'm like. Kind of both, I guess. Both on the beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like if they're if they're and we get them both. That's yeah, the thing here. We is like we're in the coast. middle of the state yeah. and we have water on either side, so we kind of get them both. So it's you know we can't we don't have to choose. Uh, Nutella or peanut butter? Peanut, peanut butter. butter. Oh my god, Nutella is. I feel like I'm gonna get like. I don't care. I don't like it. It's not things, good. But it's just like it's not. A it's food. not good. It's it ain't. Not it's a not. Food. It's not delicious. No, like, thank it you. It doesn't actually taste like. Real it doesn't hazelnut. taste exactly. Have you ever had a hazelnut? Yeah. Guess what? It doesn't it's taste not, like that's Nutella. That's not what it tastes like. Like the first time I had Nutella, like I was at my uncle's house because people no had everybody it hyped it all up. Man. Yeah, and then they were like, they were making Nutella sandwiches, sandwiches which yep. is so disgusting. No. I'm like, oh, that is just get away I with that. that. And David is like a Nutella person. He does like peanut butter, and every day I'm like, I could Ugh. leave you for this. I don't. I could end our marriage over this situation. I don't understand. And now they have different types of Nutella, and I don't know what they are. But oh, I, don't know. I just feel like it's all got to be bad. I'm alright. Like I just don't pass. Ugh. I I'm I'm ready for the Nutella thing to like calm down. Although I did see that one meme that was like how to catch a white person, and it had <laughs> like, an open jar of Nutella. And then, like, a little, like, little thing that yeah, would, like, yeah, fall like down the on box, them. Yeah, and the I was like, that is so accurate. Truth. But if you put some, like, liqueur in there, oh, yeah, it's yeah. going to be over. Um, bath or shower? Shower. Shower as well. I like to be a bath person. I don't have, have a bath, time. And, and I don't have a giant bathtub to sit yeah, in. Yeah, I just, I don't, like, whenever I, like, think, like, oh, I should take a long bath right now, it's just, like, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's a great way of, like, self-care and stuff, but, like, honestly, like, I just probably would, like, rather read, and I'll be way too anxious to have my book in the bathtub because yeah. I'm afraid to drop it on me, <laughs> which has happened. So, my mom is such a bath person, though. I had tons of bath products, and I just gave her a ton Maybe yesterday. Maybe when we get... So it's just like, to that level of life, we'll be bath people. I think so. I, hope. I think it's an age thing. My mom takes a bath almost every day. But like, also, I feel like the level, like people always ask questions about things like like mass and all this stuff. I'm like, I can't invest in that stuff because the amount of working out I do is that would be pointless. Like it'd be pointless to take it. Like it's gross. First of all, yeah. take a bath and you just got out of the gym. Like it's yeah, just not yeah, cool. Absolutely. Like you have to shower before and then take a bath. And that's that's like John was looking because I wrote out my schedule and he was like. Because I'm trying to, like, now, not, like, three intense workouts, but I'm yeah. trying to do three separate workouts at different times right. so that my body stays, like, you know, in active. that yeah. active. Yeah. So, he, like, he was reading my schedule, and he's like, wow, you're going to be really clean. And I was like, why? And he's like, because of all the showers you're taking. And I'm like, I'm yeah, but, like, first? I'm like, I'm taking a shower after each time I work out, but also, like, they're quick showers. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like I'm, like, yeah. you know, spending an hour in the shower each time I go, and it's like, Okay, like one shower of the day is longer, and then the other two are just, yeah. you know, to not, to not be, be dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Um, pancakes or waffles? Waffles. I'm going to have to go with waffles, too, but I don't know why, because they're the same. <laughs> same thing. Like, it's like, it doesn't make any sense to me why I like waffles more. Pinterest. I've always been trying to figure this out. Waffles are just better. Whatever. Pancakes are fine. They're fine, but waffles. I think that part of why I like waffles great. is because you can put syrup in the little spaces. <laughs> And they're aesthetically pleasing. Like, they can have designs and stuff like that. So that's cool. I, I just, I'm a waffle person. I mean, I make pancakes. Don't get me wrong. I'm breakfast all they're day. Both, like, I'm team breakfast. Good. But like, they're both and let's good. be real, French toast above all everything. Like, French toast is up here, brioche French toast. Of yeah. Of course, not just regular. Like, don't give me your plain white bread French toast. Brioche. Yeah. <laughs> or challah. Like, those are the French toast breads. But mm. um, French toast, waffles, pancakes. This hungry. Um, dine or takeaway? Depends on what it is and depends on where it is. Yeah. I like, like takeaway a lot of the times just because people. Mostly if I'm in this area. It's like takeaway. If I'm home, like I'm just like takeaway because yeah. like I don't, there's nothing in this area that I'm like, no. oh, it's the Let's go sit down so and great. Right. Yeah. But if I'm somewhere else, then like, I'll sit down. Yeah. It's like if I'm in DP in certain areas, like Bar Taco or, right. you know, certain places downtown. People that have really but... good like lakeview seating yeah yeah lake nona has really good canvas market yeah anything with like a pretty view or like really cute decor but outside of that i'm just like listen (laughs) 
And honestly, a lot of my favorite places to eat are not cute. Inside. Yeah, there's just like hole in the wall. Like Border so Grill, where I food. love my Mexican food. It's adjacent to um, Universal. Delicious Mexican place. And you like you could sit in there, and I have before, but like nine times out of ten, I'm like, we just need to like go and not worry about it. So, all right. So that wraps up our this and that for the Sorry week. Sorry that you had to deal with that. <laughs> it was great. I should like just get the time If you stamp. love it, tell us. I'll timestamp on when to fast forward through that so you don't have to deal with this. (laughs) No, they love our answers. They're fantastic. (laughs) Very intriguing. Messy. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about a topic that I'm really surprised we have not talked about before. Uh, We are going to dive into managing multiple businesses. So some people call it being like a multipreneur. um, That's not. Or a serial entrepreneur. That's fine. There's all different (laughs) sorts of things. Um, what made me think of it just recently is Bobby had posted, like, for International Women's Day, like, people follow, and she had put me on there, and she said that I'm a serial entrepreneur, and I never thought of myself that way, even though, obviously, I know that I do, like, multiple different things, and I used to think of that as kind of, like, a negative term, because, like, if someone's, like, a serial dater, or, like, a serial monogamous, right. like, those are normally... Serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> they're normally, like, <laughs> like set in a bad light, but I think that a lot of people are serial entrepreneurs now, because... Right. People like, especially when with the economy the way it is and stuff, people like to have diverse income streams. And then also I think people just don't like to hold back their creativity. They're just like, I didn't go into this career so that I could just do one thing and only do it forever. I did it so that I can continue to evolve and adapt and do different things I want to do and explore. It was Um, frowned upon because, you know, being a jack of all trades or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, people, people, definitely. Man, I feel like back in like 09 to like 2012, people would drill that into you all the time. Yeah, don't be a master of none. Don't be a master of none. Be a master (laughs) of that one craft and perfect it get your you know ten thousand hours be a boss etc etc do that one thing and now we society the way society's set up we can't live doing one thing like realistically you cannot afford to do one thing even if you have a nine to five that makes six figures like the reality is if you have kids or you have a home or whatever you have like the cost of living is so high that you have to have multiple streams of income just it to cover is. retirement, just to cover, you know, travel, just mm-hmm. to cover all these other things. So if you don't want to do those things, that's fine. You can kind of have one stream of income. But the majority of people, especially if you only have a bachelor's degree, you have to have a master's really to, to make six figures nowadays. So And I feel like a lot of people like going into business don't realize, like, let's say that somebody says after they've paid like their employees or any like like business specific expenses right. that they're bringing home like 60 grand and people are like oh that's good and it's like okay but then what about when they pay their insurance right what about when they pay into their own retirement like people think about that one number and and a lot of times people go on the internet and say, like, say oh, oh i made, I made this made, much right. this month or whatever and it's like okay but how like what are you putting away for retirement what are you putting away for your insurance like you know what what is your your medical care each month like mm-hmm. all those different things what are those different amounts of money that you're spending and putting out and so you know like when you look at that then it's like okay what do you actually have left over for like your regular bills after that um so yeah i mean it is it's gotten really really expensive um and i think that anyone should have multiple like my friends that have regular jobs at this point have have multiple streams of income most of them have gotten into like stocks and stuff like that because you know they don't have like creative yeah, there's some time. Or income but... properties. I know a lot of my yes. friends have income mm-hmm. properties that they manage to help yeah. bring in different types of so incomes. There's, there's lots of different ways. And I mean, I know we have talk, like talked about that before, but I feel like most people get into managing multiple businesses starting with a side hustle. And right. a lot of people start their own first business with a side hustle. So it kind of makes sense. You, you know, maybe you had a corporate job and then you get a side hustle and then you open your first business and then you're like, you know what, that worked out really good. And something else piques your interest and then you find yourself starting to work on either a different talent or, you know, do something that you already had had in your repertoire, but you're making money for it. And, you know, as you continue going on and on, that side hustle eventually starts making a decent amount of money or making amount of money that Uncle Sam is going to need to, you know, be aware of. Um, and so at that point, you need to decide, you know, when you are going to make it a business or not. Right. Um, and so, I don't know, for me, I would say when to make something a business is... Well, there's specific amounts of money in each state. So, obviously that. Like, that's what, like, my uncle told me when I first started my business. He was like, make sure when you get to this amount, you are legal. Because then it goes from being a quote-unquote hobby to to being a business. So, make sure that you know, like, for your specific state where you live, what that amount is. um, So, you're not, like, exceeding that. 
Well, as um, yourself, like you should mentally say, I have this certain amount of money yes. that I know when I get to this point, this is going to be when I take things a little bit more seriously that I can invest back into the business, invest back into myself, or maybe invest in a different business venture. So I think also outside of just having what the, you know, what you need to be making to not die or get killed by the, the government, just have your own personal goal of like, if I make this amount of money, which may be less than what is required. Mm-hmm. You just know mentally, like, you have that number in mind. So just have an income goal in mind when you invest in something that's going to be making you more money than you're making from one other thing. Also, I think, like, if you are looking at, um, you know, a side hustle or a business venture and you're thinking, like, I could be doing this for another, like, 5, 10, 15 years easily. Like, I love it. Like, I'm really enjoying it. You know, that sort of thing. If it's something that you're just kind of, like, playing around with, like, maybe you're doing a project and you're just kind of like, this is kind of outside of what I normally do, my scope of things, but I want to check it out, then give that time to, you know, see what it is. But if if you're kind of doing the same sort of practice over and over and over again and you're really, really loving it, um, then it might be time to make it official. Commit. Yes, commit. (laughs) Um, So there's a lot of ways to do that. I think that what's popular for a lot of serial entrepreneurs is having an LLC as your main business and then having uh, multiple DBAs underneath said LLC. So obviously this works best if you um, are the person, like if you're doing it yourself right. um, or if you're like working with contractors or that sort of thing. Obviously that's not necessarily going to work if you have, if your DBAs are partnerships because they can't be. Um, so, you know, be aware that, you know, it just depends on, are you owning this business with another person? Is this something you're doing yourself? But a lot of people that kind of have like multiple uh, passions and multiple talents will find themselves, you know, making their first business or the name of another business, their, their legal LLC, and then operating those DBAs underneath all of that. Right. Uh, which I think is probably your easiest bet. Probably. Um, talk to a lawyer. We, we, <laughs> cop- and that would be notice. a really great not thing. Yeah, next time we have our lawyer friend on, that would be a really great thing to ask her again about that and just different structures that she would think. That's the structure that I have right now, but it's interesting because, uh, you know, I'm going into a venture where I might be in a partnership, and so that's a whole new territory. It's the um, same. Well, for me, as far as, like, having <laughs> somebody else that I'm trusting yeah. as far as, like, being on that level of owning something with someone. Um, so, yeah. So, that will be, like, a whole different thing, and that won't be just, like, a DBA underneath one of my LLCs. So, that will be interesting. Um, but, yeah. Make sure that you, just like anything else, when you're, if you're managing multiple businesses, if you, you want them all to be legal. <laughs> you need them all to be legal. You need to have the finances in order for each one. You need to know that what money is coming in, what's going out. You need to have papers on each one. If you're going to work with contractors, each one needs to have its separate, you know, invoices, yeah. its separate, you know, all of those things need to be separate and need to be official. Don't just be like, well, you know, I make, you know, X amount with this one, so that's my main business, and so I'm not going to legally do things properly for the other right. business. Like, no, you need to run them all the same as far as the back end is concerned. And honestly, if you've already figured out how to run the first one, in a lot of ways, the back end of that is going to be similar. Similar, depending on what the business is. Yeah. yeah if you're going into products, of course, it's going to be different because there is sales tax more mm-hmm. involved, um, state tax, depending on where you're located. Um, so just make sure that you have... Your finances, 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 <laughs> Lucretia is the name of the last <laughs> wife in Haunted Mansion. And I am still confused as to how, how that happened. That happened. I'm like, where did they find, like, if you know where the origin of Lucretia comes from, please hmm. hit me up because she did not die on that ride. She was the last wife. Um, but anyway, that was just part of my saying things incorrectly. I've been thinking about that a lot because we were making jokes about it. Yeah, have your finances set up. Um, you need to make sure that you're using accounting codes to separate the things that you're buying for each business so that way you know what's going where. Don't generally try to put things all in one bubble. It will get real messy. It'll get real confusing really quickly. And then you'll owe the government a ton of money. So if you're running multiple businesses, just make sure that you are coding things correctly for each business. You cannot use the same 
tax protocols for your services that you can for products. And I think that's a lot of mistakes that people make when they have a service-based business and all of a sudden they branch out into that and start doing pop-ups and doing products and et cetera, especially if you're doing physical location pop-ups, which is a big thing right mm-hmm. now because it's easy way to make money. You don't have to have a retail shop. You can use someone else's retail shop without having all this paperwork, but you need to be charging sales tax. You probably need to be charging state tax, depending on where you are. Yeah. Um, and you have to make sure that you have all that money documented. So when you're doing a pop-up, I usually tell people to have a POS system. Don't just take cash because you will screw yourself over. Get Square, get Stripe, put it on your phone, get the little plug-in thing. I would not recommend doing PayPal to take price, uh, take payments for events in person just because it's a lot of times, especially if you already have a service-based business, using the same PayPal account, it yeah. can get messy real quick. So I, if you're going to do products, just have a different type of a system that you're using to take in and sales. And I feel like PayPal is not the best in general for no. products. No, it's not a good, it's not the best payment vendor. It's just the easiest one. It's the most powerful one, so to speak, because they already have I credit cards like, and they have loans yeah. and everything. And I also feel like, you know, PayPal, a lot of people do like using it when they're doing like large, large, large purchases, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is going to be more of your service base right. anyway. Exactly. And so that's why like Square or something else is kind of better because exactly. like, for products, because they're going to be a lot Shopify, less et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So just make sure that you're using those things to navigate your products versus trying to put it all in one PayPal account or one bank account as well. Sometimes you might need to have multiple bank accounts depending on the way you want to manage your different businesses. So yeah, I need to have separate everything because like, I hate, I, I don't enjoy just math. M- I just don't mixing enjoy math. Things so like for me, I just confusing. like it to be separate, separate. Exactly. because it's just easier to tell like come tax time, like if there's a mistake or just, you know, anything. It's just easier when it's separate. I know exactly what's going on and it's just a little bit like more clear and transparent than trying to like have one account with all of it. And then, you know, I'm like, no, thanks. Uh, I'll pass on that. Hard pass. <laughs> um, so marketing is something that can become very overwhelming if you're managing multiple businesses. Uh, you might just kind of feel fatigued because you're just like, I don't know what to do. There's just so many different options. Um, you know, yeah, it's it's a lot. Right. If you're if you're trying to have if you let's say you have three businesses and you're trying to have each business you know, have maybe three platforms, that's probably too much. And that is a full-time job for someone else. So, you know, you have to ask yourself like, okay, are you making money with all of these businesses? Uh, Which hopefully you are. And if you are, then maybe that's something that you want to outsource to somebody else. Uh, to another company, to another business, rather than trying to struggle with that, because you're not going to really have any time to do much else if you're managing nine accounts. Right. Um, so yeah, so consider that. Um, and then also consider like where, as far as like your personal branding, like where is there overlap in these brands? Like yeah. that you can maybe share that on your own like Instagram or Facebook page, or even like share with, like if you own three e-commerce sites and you like sell like apparel and stuff like that is there like ways that you can do like some sort of crossover right um and because that will always save you time and and money obviously when you're going into like the creative sessions of like shooting all of the products and such like that um so yeah if there's any overlap look for that and try to take advantage of that asap and also just know that not all marketing works for all types of businesses and types of services so just understand that you probably are going to have to research different approaches to your different types of businesses things that work for service-based businesses and things that work for web designers do not work all the time for web developers don't work all the time for just illustrators don't work all the time for writers so just know that there are different ways to market to your target audience make sure that you know that your target audience probably isn't the same person across all platforms oh yeah the people who buy i mean like i kind of use rifle as an example because they have different product lines one brand but because they have these different product line with different companies like the people who are purchasing the grace whatever her name last name was illustration stuff is probably not the same person who's purchasing the floral prints that are now in Target. I mean, not in Target, but in partnership with kids. They're just different things that they have to use. So they don't market the same. They target their ads different to a different audience, different age groups, different areas. So be sure that you have time. Or if you don't have time, you need to hire someone immediately to help you make sure you're using your marketing to the best advantage and not just throwing out marketing blind to the same people thinking that you're going to catch a fish. Because the person who's buying t-shirts from you probably isn't the same person that's buying websites from you. 
and that and, um, is a big mistake that a yeah, lot of people make. You need to do the branding work on, like, I think that a lot of people open that up that first business and really take the time with right. that, and then afterwards they're like, oh, I'm already doing this, so like, right, I, I can don't, easily just, do all these other it's things. Like, no, you need to find that target client for each client yep. that you're dealing with. They're different people or slash customer because it's you know not yeah. even the same. If you're doing in person events, the person um, who's doing that is not the same. Like I'm working on an event series with some other people. Uh, that's not going to be that target customer that's for that. It's not the same target customer that is a, the everyday co- target customer for Seven Island. It's definitely not the customer who would buy something from Studio Four for paper. So just yeah. having that in mind, knowing that I have to use a different type of marketing, different type of branding strategy, going through all these different things is something that you have to be aware of in the process. Like you just mentally need to know those things. And you need to do a discovery session, I think, with each of your brands and you do them often mm-hmm. because your brands evolve and your brands change. I'd say I think. at least every six months, yeah, if and not three. I I definitely would recommend every three months, but if you don't have time and for some reason you're way too busy than the rest of us, then every six months. Um, Yeah, I will say that I have not had one client overlap from photography over to 725 Creative. They're completely different different clients. They don't live in the same areas. They don't have the same sort of incomes. They don't have the same sort of jobs, obviously. Right. Um, they're just not the same client at all. I don't think I've had one overlap, which is fine because they're like, I know who each client each, is right. and they're very, very, very different clients. And like going into e-commerce, like I'm targeting a completely different yeah. person from either of those exactly. models. Uh, I could see a little bit more overlap with e-commerce, but like it won't be much. Exactly. Um, so, and it's, that's okay. There are plenty of people in the world. Whoever is like your client or your customer in your first business does not need to be so in your no. second. I think a lot of people make that mistake is they're like, well, I already know these people. So like, I want to make all of them clients or all of them customers for this new endeavor that I'm doing. That's not necessarily always going to work. Now, sometimes it does. Sometimes the overlap is closer and, you know, sometimes that might work out for you, but it's not always going to. So don't try to isolate, like don't isolate your old customers and clients by trying to force them into, you know, the new thing that you're doing. Um, Just know that like marketing is, I I think that like probably one of the most challenging things about, or it can be if you don't approach it the right way about managing multiple businesses can be your marketing if you don't really approach it the right way from the beginning and do the separate branding work do the separate you know like audits to figure out who your you know target audience is and that sort of thing yeah and figuring out the different ways that you're going to approach it because it's just not it's not one size fits all even for businesses that are in the same field so it's certainly not going to be if you're doing businesses that are completely different. Right. Um, you're not going to be able to use the same approaches. And I think we've said again and again and again, like, not everybody needs to have every different type of social media. No. So <laughs> keep that in mind. Like, it's just you don't need to have everything. Like, I, I'm I feel not like... watching your Snapchat because I don't have Snapchat. Yeah. And even if I did, I yeah. wouldn't watch it for your business in which you do. I'm like, wondering if anybody who, like, I'm wondering if anybody does, like, business snapchat stuff oh yeah anymore. yeah do they yeah they still do I'm just surprised. because it's a market that you can't throw away yet because it's not completely dead yeah. so there's still you I know feel like it's dead money there me. but you know what's interesting i know a lot of people still do periscope and that's right. already yeah exactly for me that i'm like it died no, like, like two weeks in yeah uh, <laughs> like, i don't but there's a lot like, yeah there's a lot of i was surprised entrepreneur like, I only find like out infopreneur people yeah on it's people who are like reading a blog post and then that blog post will be Spirit, like watch like, the periscope thing yeah. i did and i'm like wait what but i'm not like i don't even know I'm like, I guess I can watch it in the blog post, but I don't even have Periscope right. anymore. So yeah. I, I just don't, uh, you don't need to do everything. Yeah, <laughs> just make sure you have good sales strategies. And I think this is something that is key in, in any business. I think a lot of people don't have sales strategies when they open businesses. They have an idea. They know they're good at something. And people tell them that they're good at something. Don't. Okay, number one. <laughs> Do not let people hype you up to do something just because they feel like you're good at it and they see potential to make money. Because if you're not invested in making money in that thing, it's not going to succeed. It will fail very quickly. And I think this is a problem that happens a lot because friends or people around you are like, you're so good at making jewelry. You're so good at doing this thing. You should open a business. I totally support you. Spoiler alert, those people are not going to support you. They will not do it. They are not going to put a single dime in your hand to invest into this business. they will not that even buy the so, product. Listen, it could be ten whole dollars. They're not going to buy the it. The truest thing I have ever heard. Because let me tell you that in two thousand and geez, whenever the heck it was, like eight, I guess, when I started my photography business. Like when I first started, I had done one like shoot for like my best friends that was right. free. 
um, and people saw that. And, like, I wasn't, like, fully ready to, like, I was still apprenticing yeah. under other people. I was still doing, um, wet, like, I was still working um, as a wedding coordinator. So I was, like, still getting to know the world of weddings. I was still doing, like, smaller shoots and just practicing. And all these people were like, oh, yeah, like, you're opening up your business now I can't this. wait. I can't wait. I'm going to be, like, spending all the money, blah, blah, blah. And, like, of course, people were ready to jump on, like, at first because it's, like, I was portfolio building right. and, like, all that stuff. But, like, once I actually got to the point where, like, Prices were less prices than like were decent, twelve dollars yeah. an hour or whatever. Then it's like yeah. all those people still still would comment and still would be like, "I love this photo." And that, so but it's good. Like never never gonna book you. Never exactly. gonna book you. And it's like those people weren't interested in in professional photography anyway. Anyways. So no. I'm just like, nope. no, not at all. So don't make not the mistake of thinking that your friends and your family are your deal customers because spoiler alert, they probably they're, they're aren't. <laughs> More not. than likely is the case that they will not help you. And luckily. I still had a job. Like I yeah. wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna quit my job. Yeah, like, yeah, I took and... my time with all of it. I mean, and like looking back, I I feel like it happened fast, but it also like it took, was it, yeah. It, it took you put time. like thought into it. It was strategic. Yeah. You didn't had just I jump had into in, it. It would have been a bad. You would be plan. homeless. Yeah. <laughs> <It would laughs> like been, it's ridiculous. It would have not. So yeah, just well. have a sales strategy in mind for the thing that you're going to do prior to doing it, and I think that's something that we. Don't talk about because people are really taboo about money and we don't want to talk about how much money you think you should make. And, no, oh, you should just do things because you're passionate about it. Yeah. Passion does not feed you. It does not. Because I'm very passionate <laughs> and hungry. hungry. <laughs> I was going to say hungry <laughs> and hungry. And I like food and my child likes like things. So I need to be realistic when we go into different ventures. Is this going to be profitable? And if it, not everything needs to be profitable, and that's fine, but it's not business you, at yeah, that point. It's a hobby. Your, you have to look at your time and say, yeah. like, how much time do I have for hobbies? Exactly. You know? I remember, like, when, when you were pregnant, you were like, my motto right now for this year is if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And that's like, that was, you were like that period. And like, I'm not I have a child <laughs> or I have a child born to me. And, and I was she's like, still in school <laughs> for real like that. And I remember I was like, I'm going to adopt that motto because that is great because I was doing like a lot of things. I was saying yes to everything. Yeah. Because point. you want to. And this and was a time when it was, it was not that it was easier. I will say, I think there was some though. type of being naive. Yeah. A few years ago and thinking that everybody wants to help and make you succeed. And that was kind of more of the the argument on the internet. It's like, we're going to champion you. We're behind you. We're going to help you. But I, I know people will talk about this and they complain about it, whatever we keep mentioning. But the election really did, did uncover the people who were like, I'm behind you. I'm going to champion you. I'm going to help you. The people that you were out there doing things and being kind and putting in hours and helping them build their businesses and da da da. They didn't have your back when it mattered. Yep. And so when people don't have your back when it matters, it really puts you in a place of being, it's a, it's a hard place to be where you have to cut people off and kind of figure out where you're going and try to, you know, cancel things. A lot of nonprofits, a lot of volunteer hours you may have had for groups and things a lot of events that you were doing you may not be able to do anymore but that's what you need to do to survive and to help grow and there are opportunities and there are things that are going to help you grow and you will find those things but I, I do think like especially living here in central florida being in orlando being a place that's not it's diverse but not inclusive so to speak yeah it's very like that's the thing is like if you look up our stats we look very similar to like places like charlotte or atlanta right. but let us tell you that like it's not inclusive it's very like segregated yeah. here uh very and like so every you can time take that it. we walk into creative spaces right. just about we're the only people of color and that's when we're you know having conversations with people about events and different things and where people are like oh you don't do this thing anymore you don't do this thing anymore it's because it wasn't beneficial not only just to me but to the community of mm -hmm. the people who look like me or the disenfranchised communities like a lot of people weren't really helping celebrate the lgbtq communities i remember like you know the places like parliament house and the rainbow coalition were places that were struggling mm -hmm. to keep their doors open mm -hmm. prior to this tragic event that happened which you know i'm i'm glad that now those things are flourishing a little bit more but it's unfortunate it shouldn't take that Should you know what i mean it shouldn't take that so I'd especially in a place that has such a high lgbt lgbtq population right. um and you know it just like why 
why we like I was just talking to my friend about that the other day. Why the hell don't we have a gayborhood? Yeah. Like Atlanta has one, Charlotte has one. Atlanta is a gayborhood. It's, it's just like it doesn't And like the yeah. whole city of Atlanta is just the gayborhood. It's like, like it the does whole not city. make any sense. I mean we we have obviously a lot of like thriving, amazing gay yeah. and stuff, but they're all entities. Spread out. We have an and LGBTQ now uh, we're finally business chamber, which is yeah. fantastic, but, but it's like everything is very spread out and like now we're finally getting like they put in a park and stuff like that um to commemorate the victims but we don't have anything that just celebrates like right this is just you know a pride area like right. we don't have that yeah. and that's really upsetting to me because we have disney so like what the hell like <laughs> i'm like i guess that is our gayborhood but it's you have to pay to get in so it's not fucking fair no. sorry i shouldn't i don't know we, we yeah. have an explicit logo now. oh my word <laughs> i haven't cussed in like 30 episodes nearly <laughs> in 30 episodes no, but just uh, so to make the point of you need to know the value of your time and take an account those things in account when you're starting your business because I really do know a lot of people who start businesses who start ventures who are really excited about them because they have friends friends in quotation marks mm-hmm. who tell them to do these things and they put money and they invest their own money and they're really excited because they feel like this is something that people are going to support them and then it doesn't happen and then they fall into the black hole of depression or feeling like they're failures and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not you. It's not that your idea wasn't good. It's just that you were targeting people who were not your ideal customer and you didn't know that and you have to learn that lesson a hard way. And I just wish people no longer have to learn that lesson a hard way. And I'm glad more people are speaking up about it and being more vocal about the fact that your friends and family aren't your ideal client. But I'm going to say it again on this podcast because that's what we're talking about. Friends, family probably aren't your ideal client. Yeah. Do you think that there is a certain amount, like a number of businesses that you would think that is your like tipping, tipping point? And do you think that like, obviously it would depend on like, well, if this one you're like doing day-to-day operations or this one is like this type right. of business or whatever, what do you think that that looks like for you? I think um, we were talking about this, um, me and my best friend, because same of her being a serial entrepreneur, has been a serial entrepreneur, and we're talking about, and we talk about business things all the time just because that's the life we live in as entrepreneurs. Um, and I think they were saying eight to 10 streams of income is like ideal for a person. I really do believe that. That makes of, me really happy because yeah. it makes me feel like I'm not like, because some people are like, you're doing a lot, right. like you're doing too much. And I'm like, I don't think so. Like, but I as a, it doesn't feel But that there way. are people who are built for this lifestyle. There are people who want that lifestyle. There are people who want to do those things. Not just for me, it's for me, like, you know, my family, it's for my child, yeah. it's for making sure that these things go well. And there's a certain amount of money that I have in mind that I need to make to be comfortable that I can put into my insurance, that I can put into retirement, that I can put in. And when I say insurance, I'm not just like, oh, you know, like every month insurance. I'm talking about life insurance. I'm talking about car insurance. I'm about house insurance. I'm talking, yeah. I don't own a house, but I need to have money for that insurance whenever I get one. Down payment for a house, depending on where I'm going to house. If that's going to yeah. be an income property, how will I do that? How will I invest in that? If I have an investment opportunity to go into a restaurant or a food venture. So I just... You need to have, for me, that's my personal choice. That's not for everybody. That's not everybody's jam. Some people like their job. Some people like their nine to five. They like the benefits that it gives them. They like their 401k. They like their stock options and that's their thing and that's good for them. But for me, I definitely see eight being the ideal target right now. And if it expands to 10, that's great. But definitely eight. And I may not be full in all eight, obviously. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's not realistic. Some of them you can be like a partner and like maybe the other, like you run the part that's easiest for you or whatever. Or, you know, there's a lot of different ways. Like, they don't have to all be things that you're, like, very, very, very right. involved in 24-7. Exactly. Um, I mean, you get to a point with uh, Studio 404 Paper where everything is automatic and you yeah. pay somebody to do the exactly. shipping stuff, you know. But, like, you just do the design work for right. it. Um, I have – John and I have four together right now. But none of those are income properties. None of those are, um, like, a like an extra – like, they're all yeah. – work (laughs) so we have four right now um but i think that by the end of this year we will have six and four of those are mine yeah so he he has two and i'll have i'll have four um so that's the goal by the end of this year um and then probably honestly to add two a year until i get to yeah probably sweet spot of the eight exactly um hopefully though one of those will eventually be like a small income property right exactly probably here yeah this is no this is the place where you would get it income yeah. property this is where it works out best for a person if you have money and you're looking to buy income property buy it in florida just as a financial situation it just works best you can do rentals long term in a lot of places um and it's 
cheap to maintain. And like I say, especially places. for us because, and because even, state taxes, it doesn't matter basically. where we move, we know people who live here. So like it's somebody's it always well, and this is just a travel destination. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like I was looking at uh, Airbnbs in Winter Park just because I'm trying to figure out when for my birthday, and I was like, if I'm going on that side of time, I'm not coming home. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. That's the way traffic has gotten no, though. Like, like the way people, traffic is set up. Listen, we're getting like Atlanta. Of town, when they come over here to do like Disney and stuff, they do yeah. that all the time. Now. But we're like, getting listen, like Atlanta now where you can't bad. go anywhere without it being an hour plus and that is yep. ridiculous. So since it's the way it is, I'm like, look, if I'm going somewhere yep. at night, I'm not coming home. That's like it. I'm staying out there. Um, but just the amount of Disney targeted income properties that are in Winter Park, which, which like is I just said, not... is an hour plus away yeah. depending on traffic and what day of the weekend. It's spring break time right now. My birthday will be again in like hikes, like elementary school, high school, spring break time in other states, not here. I'm I'm stuck. So yeah. I can't rent anything on the beach. I can't rent anything in any other like Campbell or Miami. I I looked everywhere, it's sold out. So I'm like, well, you know, screw it. I'll just go to Winter Park. It's yeah. right there. Um but the point being is buy a property if you're gonna buy one. Yeah. Buy it in Central Florida. It's cheaper. And I mean I'm sure there are other places there is a list, but I think Florida's really high up. And Florida's really it's unfortunate being a renter. Yeah. Because you are always at, like, there are no laws really to protect you. They, they're they there, but they are not enforced, and it's really difficult, and people steal money and everything. But, it, like, that Florida is kind of a scam state. Like, it's a scam it's state. Like, really, it's really yes. high up in scamming, and that's why so many people start their businesses here, because it's really easy to get away with stuff, and it's not super it really tightly is. supervised, and it's cheaper to start a business here it than is. a lot of places. So, if you're going to do it. True buy a house here one thing i really want to see is i want to see more entrepreneurs getting together and like talking stock market yeah like i i don't see a lot of that and i don't know why because i'm like we're we're entrepreneurs like risk is our thing right so i think a lot of entrepreneurs still think it's too risky or they're not as well versed Um, a lot of my friends who are not entrepreneurs have started getting into it and like a lot of them have jobs where they make like pretty decent money. Right. And one of my friends actually replaced her income. She was um, a school counselor at like a high school and she was like the head of her department. So she's making pretty decent money and she replaced her income with it last yeah. year. And so now she's a, she calls herself kind of like a stay at home mom right. slash day Stock trader. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. so, you know, she's home with her three kids and, but is also doing that. Yeah. And she, she she basically learned it in a year. Right. And that first year was able to be like, yeah, this I is I think going Learn well Best is that... the place um, I've listened to the um, person who founded it. She's a female. Same reason of her being a woman, wanting to learn more about stocks and stock yeah. day trading and all that other stuff and e-stocks and all this stuff that I obviously don't know anything about because I'm using the wrong terminology. Um, but yeah. she started that company in terms of helping women try to understand like more that. about the stock arm, stock environment and, and what i see i don't know what it's called i'm yeah, like the stock world yeah stock, stock exchange world. <laughs> <laughs> but stock it's, world. it's, it's yeah. nuts to me because i have eight thousand people trying to tell me do you want to make the best pin that you can make and have yeah. everybody pin the pin this is how you do it and it'll change your whole business but nobody's trying to tell me like okay right. now when i make some money with my business like how what should i, I actually right, do, do with, with that, that how, how do i invest that and i think that you know uh, like the, the my friends who do it, they all work in a uh, you know uh, an environment where they've all talked about it yeah, at work together. Right, exactly. And so somebody at her, her job like is a man of color and he's from Jamaica and he was just like you know what I want all of my friends at work to like have yeah the exactly same benefits that I'm exactly. having because he was day trading on the side making more than he makes. His job is rocket science, by the way. Like he's literally a rocket scientist. Um, so he's making more money as a day trader on right. the side part time, just like doing it for fun. Yeah. And he taught everybody at his office how right. to do it. And I'm like, I really feel like I want to see more of that. So if any of you know any, like, I, like it's not something for me to start because I don't know enough about it. Um, so if any of you do know, though, like, I will fully yeah. throw my support behind that and, and champion that I definitely that for um, sure. know someone who used to be a financial analyst, and she knows a lot about that from just and ha- that's having like, a career, like et cetera, et cetera. And that's, like, paying for courses and paying for things that, like, as an entrepreneur, when you pay for things that are going to, like, invest in your future and blah, 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 that's where I want to put my money. Yeah. Like, I so I definitely think definitely checking out LearnVest would yeah. work. Um, I, I started it a long time ago when I heard about it, but then life. Life. <laughs> Life. But also, if you don't have time to find learn invest, I feel like if you go to the bank and find an old white dude, he'll tell you how to invest in stocks. That's like old my, white dudes know real. everything about I'm stocks. I'm not gonna lie, everything it's I fantastic. do know is from my grandfather because every time I would come over, he would clip out a new article from the the paper little things that I have talked about have been from like my friends 
dads yeah. because they're all white dudes and yeah. they know all about it. It's like so. my grandfather knew so much about it, and I wish I would have paid more attention. But like, I don't. Again, I don't. I like money, but I don't. Yeah, like I, numbers, I, I like. I follow them. Um, we but started all those financial books down there, or books yeah. that he would give me, and in each and one he writes um... a big thing in the front and goes on and on about like you know just like having a secure future and like investment. Like right. he's the opposite of my mom because my mom like you know money burns a hole in her pocket but i think that that's why he was so adamant yeah he's like don't be that way yeah (laughs) i think there's a game i don't know if it's google or somebody but david and i were doing that for a bit to get into understanding how to to track and trade stocks is that you can pretend to buy a stock for or invest in stocks yes, and, people. and mm-hmm. so we did that um so i still keep the stocks that i've like bought on my phone so i still follow google apple starbucks um and i think somebody i think microsoft are the four that i followed on nasa and i always did that as a kid you know at the end of the news they would always tell you what the stock exchange is as a kid i felt like i was real invested in that and because yeah. my mom worked at home people corporate and so i felt like to know if she was going to keep her job right? or not. I was like, I need to know how much Home Depot stock. The Home Depot stocks are really good uh, in the 90s. Probably not anymore, but they were great. Yeah. From 99 to like 2003. But yeah, that, stocks, that, man. That's, that needs to be the goal. Go like, get too. some Alphabet stock. And I, me too. I need to invest in some Alphabet stock, y'all, because they make us crap ton of money. <laughs> but yeah, that needs to be the goal. Adding like, Amazon, two probably. streams of income and, and getting into get stocks. stocks. That's, well, yeah. let's do our stock adventure and then at the end of the year recap i feel like we're the the opposite of the people who get into crypto because yeah. <laughs> everybody's yeah. getting into cryptocurrency a lot of the podcasts i listen to a business podcast everybody's following their cryptocurrency journey and i'm not there yet for cryptocurrency yeah. i and it's and it's funny because i just talked about how like oh we're entrepreneurs we should take risk and then i'm like mm, cryptocurrency right <laughs> i'm like I, when i think of cryptocurrency i just think of mario money yeah, and yeah, they're like, I'm doing, like doing, doing. yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't no. seem real. It seems like Princess Peach just uses it for you to collect so you can get to her in Bowser. Exactly. It's real. Like I'm just being I like I'm being a jerk. Goals. I know a lot about cryptocurrency. That's why I'm being an a hole about it. But I I think it's, right now, if I have to pick yeah. to invest, I'm going to invest in stocks Market, right yeah, now. Absolutely. But money's not real. I get it. You know, I'm going to get real hotel. Money's not real. It's just value. It's paper. It, it's just a number on paper. <laughs> it's and... Just paper. You decide what that number. That you decide what the value is. Blah 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 blah. Cryptocurrency. So (laughs) words. If you are on Twitter, we would love for you to tweet along with us at Heart Hustle Pod. Um, We love to just hear from y'all, see what you're up to. Um, Have you using the hashtag Boss So Hard? Show us what you're doing on the internet. We're also on Instagram and Facebook at Heart and Hustle Podcast. And pro tip: normally. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are when we are most active on social media on those like yeah. accounts. And oh, if you're buying you on the run two tickets, that's not a good investment. If you're what? <laughs> buying on oh, the run two investments. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have friends who are like, I put my money aside in a savings account for Beyonce. Um, and I'm like... I saw Roxanne Gay said that, and I was, I was like, like, that is smart, though. I mean, she's a famous writer. But Roxanne so, like, Gay has way yeah, more has money than money. the most. But like, <laughs> the I will say that when I hopefully get to that level, that is what I will do. I will have money on the side. Because I literally tweeted think. like... You should have fun money. I'm not going to lie. You should have fun night, money. I tweeted like at like 1 right. a.m. and I was like, I don't... I, I didn't... I wasn't prepared and I yeah. don't have money for this. Like, just real talk. Like, I'm not... Like, there's no way... I know those tickets are. Like, I, have I money want for to, it, but I'm just not. But I'm also do it. waiting for the $375 Hawaii ticket to come back up so I can get that. So that's that's what I'm saying. Is like there's a lot of places that haven't been and a lot of things that haven't. I'm seen. just kidding. Have your fun money. Do what you want. Um, tweet I'm us also, about it anyway. I'm also though kind of not gonna lie. Waiting for Beyonce to go on tour by herself. Thanks. Because like when Jay Z comes out, I'm just gonna be like, but why are you here? Move to the like, left. I don't. To the left, I don't need this. Left. Yeah. Mm. Like get off the stage. <laughs> like and I like Jay Z. He's fine. But like if I'm paying Beyonce. Beyonce money, I just want to see Beyonce. I don't want to see anybody else. I don't want an opening act. I don't want Jay-Z there. If it's Unless not, it's Solange. If it's not That's Solange, it. if it's not Blue Ivy, yeah. why are they here? I don't want anybody else. <laughs> Mama Tina can come on the stage. That's it. I think we're just like everybody. But just, just, <laughs> no, but just like, just, you know, just them. Just the four of them. Just That's the, it. Just you the, know? like, the, uh, well, look, you know, and Kelly and Michelle. That's it. Just <laughs> the matriarchy and not the yes. patriarchy. This just, is just us fighting. It's Women's History Month. Yeah. That's it. That's have a good, have a good week. <laughs> All right, y'all. See you you next week. Bye.